feel like being Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fetish World Podcast, where we discuss all things kinky and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I'm your other host, Ivan. How are you doing, Irony? I'm good. How are you, Ivan? Uh, Not bad. (laughs) I'm very excited today. I know. Yes. I know, I know. Uh, Today, we have a guest uh, who is a US-based international fetish model and kinkster, and also, I'd like to say, a buddy of mine. We've traveled the globe together um, Mm -hmm. and seen some very kinky shit. I would like to welcome Thomas Ginter. Hello, hello. Arnie, how are you guys doing today? Very, very good. How are you? Doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Just got off work here, so getting into the relaxing mode, into the spirit of things. Amazing. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, Tommy. Yes. Um, this is a verbal show, but you are quite a specimen here, so I want some <laughs> stats. <laughs> so people who are listening can sort of maybe just imagine you a little bit. Yes, How please, tall please you? describe yourself. Yeah, okay. well, he's modest. I know he's modest, so I'm going to just jump the train for him. Um, how, how tall are you? I'm probably about the size of two hobbits on top of each other. Okay, so <laughs> you're a geek. <laughs> That's the other question. No, I'm about 6'5", um, five, six, five, six? No, about 6'3", about and something around there, 6'3", six, 6'4". Okay, six, six, four. Four. Depends yeah. on a good day or a bad day, what time of day it is. How big's your chest? But, yeah, about... Six three, um, two ten, two hundred ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. So how big is your chest, man? Like, um, give the people I don't a, know. A visual I guess man size. Oh come on, fifty five. <laughs> this, this is. So, I have to say, this is weird. It is, but I want people to imagine it. I, I mean, okay, the guy's a fucking piece of meat up there, man. Come on, may visually I, stunning. May I describe? I'm trying may to I... bring this across. <laughs> I know. I'm putting him on the. Play here, but I'm just trying to get him going. Okay, so really seriously, um, yeah, <laughs> you've modeled. Saying... You've had some kinky fun. Yes. Uh, now that people sort of have a visual of you, can you just sort of <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself? Let the audience know, like, where you've modeled, like, what places you've been for kinky fun, like. Yeah. You know, how did yeah, it start? Okay. Yeah, okay, well, um, I started modeling in, gosh, like 2011, 2010, 2011, and um, just regular um, fashion. And But the thing about, like, with my build and everything, a lot of the fashion that I started wearing was um, I'm usually going out there with bare minimum clothes. And so it's like, okay, you know what, then I got um, – involved with the um, the Montreal Fetish Weekend. And they brought me over to model for one of the um, designers. And so I did that and it's like, hey, you know what? I like this. This is uh-huh. kind of my type of scene. And so I started moving around um, more to the fetish and then to, um, to Amsterdam, Germany, 
um, Munich, uh, gosh, and uh, France. And so it's quite a few different places. It's hard to remember wow. everywhere right off the hand. Um, but then started doing a lot of the, um, the fetish modeling with the um, photographs and stuff. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Excellent. A lot of great people and and it's been very eye-opening for a lot of different stuff coming from um, the vanilla world over. It's like, it's a great community where um, people are more accepting and welcoming and not so standoffish as far as um, critiquing and criticizing. So Yeah, good. absolutely, absolutely. I find that uh, you can't be a healthy member of this community if you can't take a few seconds to learn something from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, if some if what somebody says is is a is a matter of safety, I often like to take pause and think like, well, why you know why are they saying this thing? Anyways, let's get back into your modeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the first things I've I've heard somebody uh, sort of comment about you. Uh, I mean, a lot of this is going to be about your looks for a portion of it because we are talking about modeling. I promise that we'll get into like a more meaty subject for you. Um, (laughs) But something of note uh, is that, you know, people say, oh, he looks like somebody on the cover of a romance novel. And really you do. And Uh you literally are. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I am, I am quite a, uh, gosh, a couple dozen uh, romance novels and everything. And sometimes people are like, oh, you know, okay, you okay. I'm like, yeah, I am. And they're like kind of taking back for a second. But I'm like, no, it's cool. <laughs> you know, Do you have can, a favorite character? Pardon me? Do you have a favorite character that you portray um, on the cover? I'd say my favorite characters, I like the, um, like the medieval ones. I would say, yeah, you know, like, yeah. cause it's, it's a, it's a fun characters to play where, you know, it's like, you know, not a lot of, uh, talking It's mostly just going out and doing your thing, you know? And so that'd probably be the, uh, the best characters. Um, yeah, period, definitely period pieces. So. <laughs> talking about fantasy sort of, uh, medieval men. Uh, I've also seen you, well, you, you made the joke about being particularly sort of naked. Um, and I mean, one of the first times I stayed in a model house with you, uh, just coming around the corner and seeing a six foot three, uh, blonde, long blonde hair, just muscles splayed out on a couch naked um, with like ladies gently plucked placing flowers all over his genitals and like around his body and and it was so funny because here we are a bunch of kinksters just like creating the most like cutesy scene for somebody to send to their mother which was so sweet (laughs) that was that was that was a special time that was beautiful yeah oh my gosh that was a that's a good memory right there yeah being a part of that like that was um yeah that was something that was like totally off guard it's like hey you want to do this for me well for my mom and i'm just like yeah why not down for everything (laughs) i'm like yeah why not like that was pretty special 
but yeah, that was that was a that was a fun weekend, um, all the way around. A lot of uh, uh, great people and good memories. You know, yes. just go 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 all weekend. Thomas and I actually bumped into each other. We we had parted ways and then bumped into each other in the middle of Germany on a set of trains. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was very weird. <laughs> It's like, hey, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. You were talking about like you like these medieval characters. Um, so, does that relate to any of your kink? Like, is it? Um, uh, how do you describe yourself? Like, how do you place yourself in your kink? It's hard to say, really. I mean, it's yeah. Like, like a lot of me is like I don't really think I'm that kinky, really. You know. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, just, you know they're kinky when they don't think they're kinky. They're it's kinky, when people yeah. think they're very kinky that they're like, oh no, no, honey, go <laughs> tell tell us how not kinky you are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm so modest. It's really hard to uh, lay it all out. But I mean, yeah, the um, the medieval stuff and everything is, is cool because it's like, you know, I'm kind of a sadist a little bit. Um, and so it's like, yeah, it just feels kind of like that kind of like role play or whatever just feels really natural for me. You know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, just reading off the emotions and everything like that and, you know, Bringing pain or comfort, whatever it needs to be. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Um, so I I hear a lot of sort of top energy coming from this. Would you describe Would you describe yourself as a a dom? Um, I wouldn't really describe myself as a dom. Um. More of a top, because like a dom, there's a lot of responsibility goes into that. A lot yes. of responsibility. And a lot of times it's like, okay, I want the responsibility and everything like that, but I'm also like a fun person. I want to be able to enjoy it. I don't <laughs> want to be like, okay, this is my responsibility, so I have to take control of every little thing. Because um, because being the You're dom, there's, a lot a, of there's <laughs> so much mental-ness. Um, um, pardon me. There's so much mental focus going on to it that it that there's you're taking care of the other person the whole entire time you are getting some out of it but it's not as um it's not as enjoyable for you uh, yeah yeah i mean topping is is natural and it feels great and fun but that whole like okay i'm gonna control control you physically and mentally the whole entire time is like can be a little bit exhausting day in and out you ever switch uh- up do you ever switch up um on occasion sure you know you have to you have the right you have the right partner and everything then yeah i am also discovering this (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) so we had a little pre-interview uh where you discussed that you had been interested in working professionally as a dom uh, yes. What what specifically made you sort of interested in working for hire? Um, just the being constantly approached. 
you know, um, just a lot because of my looks and everything. And then being a um, part of the fetish scene, a lot of people would come up to me, be like, Hey, you know, do you do this? Do you do that? You know, um, do you have appointments or anything like this? You know, and be really like going for that, um, wanting to, wanted me to work with them, you know, on a, like a professional level. And so I thought yeah. about it and I was like, okay, you know what? So I took and, um, met up with a couple of, um, mistresses here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And was talking to him and finding out, okay, you know, what goes into this, what's entailed, you know, and took him towards some of the dungeons and studios. And it's like, okay. And I'm like, there's a lot, there's a mm-hmm. lot, and there's a huge yeah. investment, yep. you know, and not only the investment in um, like toys and furniture and stuff like that, but also the investment of like um, the personal safety of the people, mm-hmm. you know, it's like we had this conversation about, okay, what happens if you're with a client and that client dies, what do you do? Do you call an ambulance or just throw them out in the alley? <laughs> you know, and it's like roll them up in a carpet like, and you start them. thinking about like that, and you think about how yeah. much responsibility there actually is, and what you know people can say because um, people like a lot are not aware of their physical well-being as much as they should be. Yes, you know, yeah. and they want to be able to like. Oh, I can do this. I can push the limits. I want this and want that, but they really can't because they never have experienced it. If they're gonna, if they're gonna lie to a doctor, what, what, how the fuck are they not gonna lie to somebody, somebody that they're paying like two hundred dollars for an hour for? Exactly, yeah. and that's also so, part of the talent of the dom, right? They can <laughs> discern these kinds of uh, people. And when they play with them, they go into slow motion, right? Mm-hmm. That's all part of. Uh, but yeah, you're you're exactly dead on, and like I totally agree with you in all these aspects. And so, you with all that and to consider, you sort of just said no, not for me. Yeah, yeah. On the professional level, it's like you know what, this yeah. isn't for me because it would take. Um, a lot of time for one, but then it would take a little bit of the, the enjoyment out of it for me. You know, I didn't shy, I haven't shied away from learning. Um, I'm still learning a lot and different things um, about, about doming and everything, learning, um, practicing more with flogging. Um, uh, just started with my wife with doing um, Shibari, you know, learning Ooh. that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm finding, I'm finding it quite fun, but at the same time, a little intimidating because it's like, all right, you want to have everything in place how you want it and be like, just right. You know, I so it's like, all right. Resources. So yeah. it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time yeah. and I'm enjoying right now. It's, and yeah. Amazing. Um, I'm going to deviate because uh, I, I know that we have a, a lover of Shibari also in the room. So let's, let's nerd out a little bit. Um, you said you're learning. Is there anywhere that you're specifically learning in Los Angeles or um, not particularly right now because everything is like I was going to before um, go to dungeon downtown, but everything for the COVID and everything is closed down and the dungeon that I was going to got actually mm-hmm. shut down. And so I just did it, um, an online course. Um, it's called the Shibari study. Um, I found it pretty um, interesting and, and it's nice. And so I joined up with that um, a while ago. And so it's like, okay, like this and like this. And um, mostly learning the, um, the frictions and everything like that, where it's like, okay, this is nice, but I want to put my own little twist onto it. But what do I have to do to be able to make it work and still be nice? 
I could point you to some people who do great online classes, and they're from Montreal. Mm, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. I'll note that for sure. So I would, uh, that's one thing I would love to do is like a, um, a hands-on with um, with an instructor, be able to like, okay, this is you know would make you more fluid and more connected um, with the rope and the model to get that nice flow down because that's that's something that's very sensual and sexy. Yeah. And to have that relationship with a teacher is like a martial art kind of relationship. Yes. To, there's an inner learning. Anyways, I don't want to hop into this because there's <laughs> well, a, lot, I, uh, a lot of good I, stories happening. I would say that, yeah, that, that this is absolutely um, so interesting because um, one thing that we, we talk about a lot is uh, how like BDSM is a constant and continuous learning cycle. And uh, it's really great how I find that people within the community can be so open to learning new things and, and actively want to um, learn from other people who have experience yeah. and not just like, oh, just Google it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while, you know, Googling is a great place to start uh, educating yourself with um, time and, you know, people is also really important and saves dying yeah. arts and helps local uh, businesses. So that's really important. Uh, on, on that note, that is where you sort of are now. Uh, mm -hmm. Before we take a quick break, I want to know uh, what your first memory of kink is. First memory of kink. I think there was a oh. little piercing story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well, yeah when i was young um gosh i don't know probably around nine ten i can imagine somewhere around there it's like i'm old now so my memory's kind of faded but it's like <laughs> but for some reason i wanted to pierce my nipples and it's like going for it, it was, all i had was a safety pin a little alcohol in the bathroom and it's like all right then it's like you know trying to pierce it but i'm like oh this kind of feels good but being from a small town away from everything you know you don't know why and there's no one to relate to you know and back at that time there was no internet or anything i was like about that. to say <laughs> you know, so it's like everything is like okay this is kind of weird um then so just kind of let it away then go on to life and everything and you expand um you know uh your worlds basically you know and you get to meet different people and stuff and see things and you're just like holy smokes like wow this is incredible like there's people out there that put me to shame <laughs> and it's like all right that's awesome <laughs> amazing <laughs> And welcome back to the Fetish World Podcast. So we're going to take a moment and give you some of our social media. Um, if you want to connect with us, you can hit us up on Facebook forward slash Fetish World Podcast. And if you want to talk to Irony, that's where you're going to get a hold of her because, you know, she's, she's in charge of that platform. <laughs> I'm just here for the sexy mm -hmm. voice. Um, you can also go to our website, which is www.fetishworldpodcast.com. You can email us at 
fetishworldpodcast.com. Nope, nope, nope. Fetishworldpodcast at hotmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, which is fetishworldpod. And if you <laughs> want to get a hold of me and you want to oh wait and swirl around in purgatory for a while you can hit me up at ivank at fitlife.com uh that's ivan-k on uh, fetlife I, and yep, you I'm can find K. me <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on fetlife at debbie-irony and so there you go <laughs> <laughs> and, and we you can are hit me up at... you can go hit ahead. me up at instagram too yeah so. oh yeah I remembered one time. <laughs> oh, only five years in doing this. This is amazing. So I love I it. Do, did I pass? Uh, you passed enough. It'll make if it. Let's hope it Polly makes Australian laugh. <laughs> All right. So, we are here with Thomas Gunter, and we are here about to talk about some more piercing. Since you uh, spoke of a a first experience, it is. Since um, expanded your your realm of interest in uh, within fetishes of pain, specifically piercing and flesh hooks and needles, can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about what that fetish entails and uh, for you what that like those activities involve? Mm. Gosh, I don't know because I haven't really played around with it too much, really. Um, I mean, like I've a- literally seen you hang from a tree from your back. <laughs> so I would argue, <laughs> Thomas Gunter, that you have experience. Okay, okay, yes, yes. With flesh hook suspension. <laughs> yes, but but it's only been one time. I've only um, been able to be hooked up one time. Um, I wanted to do it again, but I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I did one suspension. It was, it was um, yeah, the hooks to the backs, and it was great. Like it was, uh, wow. Like it was a wow. It was, um, yeah, it, it's, it took, um, once I got the hooks up, you know, starting a little pull, um, I don't know, about three to three, four minutes to get my feet off the ground. And then about two, three minutes later, it was just like the whole world just opened up and it was like, and I was like, so happy. I'm just like, this is kind of weird. I'm hanging, swinging on on some hooks from a tree, looking out over the ocean, and I'm all like laughing. Like it was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. It was a great moment. Um, I do want to do it again. It's just trying to um, figure out what I want to do because it's like okay, I just hung my from my back and everything, and it's like I want to do one um, where I'm hanging, just face down, Not and then I want ninety to- degrees. Yes, yes, and then have someone suspended underneath of me, through me, you know? Oh, that's, that's hot. So it's like a little bit, like, it's it's a little extreme. And uh-huh. so I'm like, okay, you know, and it's like getting there to, to get the capacity to be able to do it. And so hopefully maybe this year or next year, see how things go. May I ask if your wife would be, a, like, a, a person? She- she said she would do it, but not through with the hooks. Like okay. she would do it with ropes. And like if I tied her with ropes and then hung the ropes off of me through the hooks, then she would do that. You could always hook hooks onto you and just yes. loop the uh-huh. ropes onto her if that was, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, that's what she said. She said if I tied her and then, then put the hooks through and everything, okay. I can do that. So I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I'd be bleeding on you. <laughs> I mean, it just gets into a vampire role play at that point. <laughs> right? There's that <laughs> medieval back- twinge, right? It's like, rah. Yes. <laughs> which is good. Which is good. Taking it to the next level. <laughs> so how has this evolved over the years beyond, like, have you done any other kind of needle play beyond uh, the hooks um not a whole lot really i mean a little bit of like um needles and stuff like that but not very much um you know it's something i want to experiment more with um just haven't had the opportunity yet mm-hmm. okay yeah because yeah, it is blood play right so it has to be set up properly and Yes. And it's just because me, I'm a workaholic and it's like, I'm going to work six, seven days a week. And then it's like, I try to do acting and modeling on the side. So it's always like, go, 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 go. And, um, I just don't really have enough time for my personals. (laughs) You do not need to give us excuses as to why you haven't found time in your busy life to learn (laughs) an entire new activity. Okay, okay, but obviously it's something that I want to do, but just don't have the time yet. It's like, but I mean, I guess it's you. You know, if there's always something out there that you want to try more, and then it keeps it, it keeps you going. You know, hmm. because if you're like, all right, well, I've done everything and tried everything, and now I'm bored. You know, yeah, it gets on uh, extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of everything and extreme, mm-hmm. um, we're constantly learning and fucking up. You know, okay. uh, always messing up, and we learn from those experiences. Yeah. Uh, have you been in a scene where it's like a play scene or uh, a party where something's gone wrong? And if so, like, were were you? Was there any sort of like funny outcome? Um, gosh. Let me think. It's hard to think offhand. Um, I'm going to have to come back to that one. Okay, absolutely. I'm going to come back. I'm have to come back. Let me think about that. All right. Ivan, you're up. Yes, I was just sliding into it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I'm sitting atmosphere. So, um, y'all like being choked. <laughs> Jesus, Okay. <laughs> You know what? I think that might have been one of my younger fetishes too. Ah. It's like I remember in um in school, it was like we we'll always go around and like, okay, you know, choking each other out just so you pass out. But you know, yeah, the passing. And it's like I don't you. know if all kids did that, but yeah, it could it could be like why I'm a little bit how I am today. <laughs> how? Well, describe it. I mean, come on. Like, are you a heart choker, or are you just like? gag me softly or like gag me hard um hard hard <laughs> yeah True so nothing <laughs> <laughs> so have oh. you ever had like a, mm. a choking experience that has brought you some insight Mm. Inside? 
insight. Insight. Oh, oh, yeah, you brought you inside. If you want to talk about your insights, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Not really insight or anything like that. Just, um, yeah, no, no, just, um, just enjoyment, you know, just, um, just climaxing to the next level. Yeah. Do it yeah. safely and with a partner, please. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Not going to get like hung in the closet. I was just oh, about to say. <laughs> <laughs> really always find them hanging in the closet by their own belt. Fuck. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I know. No, that's horrible. <laughs> Well, on uh, to a more pleasant uh, discussion of, of breath play. Um, does does your interest in breath play uh, add another layer of fun to a lot of the underwater activities that you do? So, like I've seen you do uh, like underwater photo shoots. I believe you dive. Yes. Uh huh. I think a lot. I think it does. I think a little bit of it does. It does create that excitement because you're there and. You know, you're under there, like for um, underwater modeling and everything. You're you're there, and you have to um, hold your breath for one. But you're only your lung capacity. You're only about half as much air as you you can hold, so that way you're not you're not as buoyant. You know, so you go down, and then you enjoy yourself as much as you can before you pass out. Or, you know, it's like okay, back up to surface. And the same thing with uh, with diving. You know, you go down there, you have your air, and you. You can use it up a lot, or you just you know you take and enjoy yourself. But you're in that you're in a whole different world that you know that if anything goes wrong, you're fucked. Yeah, and so it, it brings a lot of enjoyment to it. it really does. <laughs> that that, that really does describe a lot of like sort of experience in the kink world. Like if it goes wrong, it will go very wrong very fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And so it's good because it's it's weird though because I'm like like I hate being like um I'm not claustrophobic but it's like I'm almost claustrophobic. You know, if I'm like in a very small space and I can't like get up, it's like I couldn't like stand a back it. Bed or something. Oh no, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. I don't think I can do a back bed. I think that right there, I think that would be like I'd probably be one of the people to freak out. Oh, I, uh, rendering it. that much control. Yeah, oh I've God. tried it, and I, I, I'm, I'm the same as you. I just no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. That's a, that's too much control given away. Yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've yeah, been in the face. That's an interesting take, eh? Is like, is it a control thing, or is it just like for me, it was a fear of, uh, yeah, not being able to leave when I wanted to leave. So yeah, that's a control thing. thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's like I have things I need to work on, go. Tommy. <laughs> We've just discovered some issues. <laughs> well, I find, uh, for me, anyways, I, I when I've been in backpacks, I haven't been in in full enclosure ones, so you know I have mm-hmm. to speak from mm-hmm. only the experiences that I've lived. But I fucking loved every second, especially because people were touching me, and I love to be pet. <laughs> 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 I felt I felt like I had even more power because everyone was so gentle and like uh, care taking ca- so uh-huh. much care of me, um, and I feel that way yeah. when I 
have someone else in um, a vac bed. For for me personally, I find that it it's such like a intimate loving exchange between two people mm-hmm. um, that it feels almost uh, like. Of course, it can be sexual, but if you were to remove sort of like the sexual nature of it and wanted to just do a power exchange, it could be very like, uh, well, I guess like parental in, in sort of like the, the nurturing aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can see that very easily, very easily. It's just that being, um, being there with someone that, um, that you're able to trust and give them that, you know, to have that, ex- that, that exchange, which I can see that. I can see that because sometimes everyone wants to be a little bit baby, you know, it's like Absolutely. you want to lay your head down and like, you know, play with the hair a little bit and like fall asleep. So I can see that. I can see that. Am I ready for it? Not quite. <laughs> That's absolutely valid. You're like, I'll be babied when I'm old. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> Go hard while you're young. Yes. <laughs> oh, um. Mm. Would you like to give us uh, your social medias? Okay, right now I just have um, the Thomas Store Guns, just my Facebook, and then um, at Six Tommy Guns for um, my Instagram, and that's really all I'm on because I don't really have much time to be like really anywhere else. Absolutely, uh, but you know those places we can we can check out all your cool photos, and you know uh, yes. once once your name gets out there with more maybe you'll get even more photos and cool shit to do yes i just can't wait till the world opens back up and just start <sighs> yes. doing stuff again because everything has just been so like closed and it's just like ugh. i miss going to a bar with you in fucking london wearing stupid mm-hmm. sunglasses and just getting drunk <laughs> yeah there was some good memories over in europe and hopefully you know we'll be out, we'll be back over there sooner than later Absolutely. You know, it'd, be, it'd be great to have the old gang back and get everybody and just go and have a couple drinks and just be like, yep, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and just walk around and it's like, yeah. Final, uh, final question of the show. Uh, this one you definitely have never heard before. Uh, so you have to answer it. Uh, oh. there's, there's no getting out of this one. All right, all right. If physics... And money were not an issue. What is your ultimate kinky fantasy? Oh, man. Like, you don't have to worry about gravity, uh, hunger, drowning. (laughs) None of it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. Ultimate fantasy. Okay. That would be... Okay, okay. Uh... First thing that comes to mind. First thing that come to mind, I love just being multi-stimulations all over. I mean, it's kind of like, all right, get really high and something, just make nice love and just like, just all the feelings of everything coming, you know, all at yeah. once. Be like here, you know, feeling warmth and pain and just, yeah, gosh, it's really hard to put it into an actual, um, into actual actions more than just the feelings, you know? Yeah, you want to be put in like a sensory uh, overload chamber. Yes, pretty much where you're like, where it feels like you, if you were high or something or in, in, and intoxicated, but without that, but just because the senses are so going that you become intoxicated by all the endorphins and everything. 
<laughs> Overwhelmed is what I call it, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, because sometimes when, when everything just feels so right and you're in the moment and, and you're playing and it's just, there's so much energy going off, it's like you become intoxicated in the moment. And just like that. So something like that, that was just like, wow, you know, so it's beautiful. Yeah. It's hard to put into an actual physical, like, okay, like this and that, but I'm like, space sex would be pretty fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many people's answers. So many people do that one. And with that, folks, stay, king, stay safe. I am Ivan. And I'm Irony. And Thomas. All right, bye. 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 All right, amazing. So I am here with Miss Fetalicious, who is from Belgium. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, that's perfect. Um, So I have known you for quite some time. Uh, You are very well loved in the latex community, I would say. Yeah, uh, it started five years ago, I think, and uh, it started with my boyfriend. He introduced me into the fetish scene, and now I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of famous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, other than your boyfriend, what drew you to la- like wearing latex? Because clearly you love it. Yeah, I love it. I was always a little bit... Um, experimental uh trying new things mm. i i was yeah exploring new things and at some point i discovered fat life and that's where i saw some latex pictures and then i met my boyfriend and he showed me more latex items and that's how it all started what was if, if you don't have to answer this but what was your first uh, sort of latex experience like um the first latex items i had were very cheap items from the sex shop like mm-hmm. uh, a short um skirt but it broke after a few months because <laughs> i didn't know how to maintain it and yeah uh, we've all we've all come across that one puddle in the back of your closet where you're like oh I should really learn how to take care of the things that I'm spending quite a bit of money on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess what was the sort of your big break, as it were? Like the thing that got you sort of noticed, I guess. Uh, at some point, my boyfriend had a pair of black leggings and he showed me uh, and he let me try them on. and. I couldn't stop touching myself yes. because it felt so lovely and it was much different uh, than the skirt I had because when your legs are completely covered it's totally different than mm. just a dress or a skirt. Yes. And that was the point that I said, oh my god, I need more of this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so you started going to fetish parties i'm yeah. assuming with your with your boyfriend who uh, is silently in the other side of the room <laughs> <laughs> um and did you find um like your first experience going to like a bigger event did you find sort of the that moment where you you said oh i found my people uh, we first did a lot of smaller parties like pony play events and Ooh. yeah smaller parties in Belgium and 
after a few months we go uh, we went to uh, wasteland in amsterdam that was a very big party but i still prefer the latex parties because at such big parties you have a lot of people who only wear lingerie or mm-hmm. ma- wearing nothing like <laughs> Not <laughs> <the enough>. gladiators <laughs> <laughs> and i prefer uh, when the people are more uh, more dressed in latex and yeah when they are not only wearing lingerie but yeah <laughs> a complete outfit <laughs> yes i'm currently wearing some latex it was very humid today so i said eh, i've got like four days of outfits i have to wear so i'm just gonna i'm gonna mix and match with some fabric um so you started shooting photos and really sort of building a name for yourself and i've noticed that you've gotten a bit more into um working with latex on your own lately yeah yeah <laughs> do you want to talk about about that exp- that yeah. sort of journey that you've come uh i did a few workshops from latex repair in amsterdam and uh, i te- she teached me how to make a corset how to make um, lingerie and easy things but at some point i saw the creations of excess latex mm-hmm. and i got inspired by the quills and the frills and the yeah. ruffles and yeah. the, <laughs> it's it's very interesting because it's you don't see a lot of that in latex you i i find that i see a lot of like maybe just trims mm-hmm. of of a ruffle but it's like a very small ruffle or you know they they're not there's not a lot of experimentation outside of like it's sort of more the avant-garde mm-hmm. section um but you've kind i've just watching your designs over the last two years i think you've kind of melded that like formal look of latex that that everyone's used to mm-hmm. with form fitting uh structured and and also worked with the whimsy of the quills and things and and built really beautiful pieces i just saw one in your closet <laughs> that uh i believe incorporated some yummy gummy latex mm-hmm. yeah. uh with a box pleating i believe yeah yeah and it's just sparkly and frilly but it's also still very structured like there is math involved in in making that <laughs> like inch by inch um is that do you find that that is coming from your love of more of like the sort of rigidity of of late like heavy rubber uh yeah i love heavy rubber too and yeah i like it when i'm completely covered in latex yeah. so the more latex the better <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're a layering yeah person mm-hmm. yeah? yeah i love la- i love i love layering tight latex with like a flowy latex over so it gets that little like you catch some wind and it's like yeah. flap, flap, flap. <laughs> uh, okay um i don't want to keep you for too long cuz i know that you have been traveling for 8 hours and gotten off of a plane come into a hotel had it be filled with water and then moved rooms and then I show up and I'm like hi let's answer some really specific questions no problem um, okay i'm going to ask one more question and it's going to be very very silly no problem if physics out the window no worries money out the window what would be your ideal fetish fantasy Hmm. It doesn't have to make logic sense or anything. Uh you mean for an outfit or For an outfit and experience whatever you want. Hmm. Good question. <laughs> um Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> Um uh, yeah, I think I would go to every fetish party in the world. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just in one night or No, just 
every party that exists because now we can only do one big trip in a year because it's yeah really expensive, expensive and not super great for the environment <laughs> yeah uh, but if I could and I if I had enough money I would go to every party awesome <laughs> and maybe I would buy more cat suits and more hoods <laughs> more oh, of and, everything. and more giant boobs yeah 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 get the really really giant boobs <laughs> yeah all More right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on with us, and uh, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic time at Fetish Weekend. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> What's it feel like being locked up in a plastic bag? Hmm? Not being able to feel so crazy. You, man. You